this is going to be a groundbreaking episode. It's it's the first episode over Skype. The first time we've we've teased this a lot, haven't we? Yes, we have. Yes, this, we have. This episode over Skype, and and we've always been met with the inability to set up the podcast correctly. But it took us, Jack. It literally took us the coronavirus to get our shit together. That's right. The coronavirus is a groundbreaker for us. It's the first time in DIU podcast history we're talking about Skype. You're listening to DIU Podcast, Daily Issues Uncovered. My name is Gavin, and I'm joined by my co-host, aspiring Canto rapper, Jack Z. What's up? I want to apologize real quick last week because we were playing a lot of Cantonese rap music, talking over the music too. And I totally didn't realize the music was so loud. When I was listening back, editing the episode, I was like, wow, we can barely hear our own voices over this loud Cantonese music. So I, right. I'm going to try to... needs to, you know, show the world how Cantonese music is. It's good. It's good. Don't worry. Yeah. And then uh, I'm also trying to... Since we're on Skype the first time, I'm also trying to, to gauge Jack's levels here. So it's going to be... Uh, a test episode, but I think having the podcast on Skype opens up the possibilities for DIU podcasts in the future in terms of guests we can have who, who aren't in Toronto. This is a huge groundbreaker, you know? Absolutely. Okay, so the reason why, like I said, Jack and I, we aren't in person today, we're doing our podcast over Skype is because coronavirus. COVID-19. Right. Jack, you initially brought in your 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 fears a few episodes ago. What what has changed in your opinion since last time we talked about the coronavirus on DIU podcast? The last time I talked about it, I said how dangerous it is, how it's like more intense than SARS. No one believed me. Even my parents didn't believe me. We were having dinner today, just like 30 minutes ago. I was telling my parents, you know, like, I told you so kind of thing. You know, like, I said this was going to be huger than SARS. It's more scary. This is like the con- the contingency rate. It spreads faster than SARS. That's what I was trying to say. And okay. I told my parents, my parents had nothing to say because they knew I was right. A lot, of, a lot of my friends not believe me that this was going to be bigger than SARS. This is going to be scary shit, man. Now what look was at it. it look what at was it, it now. Jack? Like, I can say I told you so to the listeners out there who didn't believe me. What was it which made you think that this would be bigger than SARS? Because when I was reading and watching videos on it on YouTube and reading articles, I was reading how like how how fast it spreads. Like it can spread during the incubation stage. That I was saying in that episode and how someone talking and spitting at you, you can get coronavirus just from that. And this is without having them having the, any symptoms. This is like the incubation stage, which is fucking scary shit. You can be talking to a friend you don't even know he has it. That's the reason for this outbreak because these people got in it like two weeks ago, but nothing showed. And now like two weeks later, everything's been going up like crazy. So tell me about your your state of mind. Uh, you were scared last time we talked about the um, last time you talked about coronavirus on DIU podcast. Has that changed? Are you more scared now? Are you less scared? What's what's going on with your with your mind? Dude, I'm more scared now. Like 
especially for me, and I know a lot of listeners as well, you know, they have to go into work. They don't get to work from home. A lot of us don't get to work from home. We don't have that luxurious life of, you know, having that managerial life. You know, we're the grunts of the company. We have to work from the company. You know what I mean? And like, we have to go around the streets, you know, we have to see people, we have to talk to people, not really talk to people, but like see people, you know, we have to do that social distancing, right? It's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's really low people, I was at the GO train station on Monday and today, and literally on Monday and Tuesday, I usually park at the second lot on the GO train station because there's two lots in the yeah, GO train and, station. And I go packed. To. It's always packed. Always packed. I have to go to the second lot most of the time. But the last two days, I literally parked in the front, all the way in the front where like two parking spots away from the GO train. And that just shows, that never happened. That just shows how people aren't going to work. And most people or a lot of people are, are self-isolating, self-quarantining themselves. Or even uh, if they're lucky enough to work from home, then it, it shows. It really shows how the government has taken this into a more serious matter. Just, just over these past two days... Uh, of course, by the time this episode releases, it could be, we could be in a whole nother level. We don't even know. But as of now, it's, at least in Ontario, it's been declared a state of emergency. What I want to talk about first is how a lot of things have been canceled. These past few days, it seemed like we were entering the climactic finish of a movie. Like, like you know, Avengers Endgame. But this was real life Endgame. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. The whole idea that everything is being canceled. I saw on Twitter a few days ago, hashtag cancel everything was trending because it literally seemed like everything was being canceled. Like you mentioned earlier, the whole idea of social distancing is staying away from people to to flatten the curve. That's what they're calling it. Flattening the curve of the rate coronavirus can spread. Let's talk about some of the main things which were canceled. A shit ton of things were canceled. Uh, what were some of the things which were impactful for you, which were canceled? Well, well be- before I st- continue with this, I want to say, you know, judging by us using Skype and we live two blocks away from each other, this is how dangerous it is. I'm this put that is out there. Yes, this is, this is what it means to be socially distancing. Like, <laughs> we could easily takes two minutes to drive over to each other's house and jack you you're in the right frame of mind saying let's do the podcast on skype let's try this out on skype we're unveiling this new diu podcast technology of podcasting over skype because of the coronavirus that's right like you know i have to go to work i take the go train i don't want to give it to you gavin if i like if i have it i don't want to get your family you know infected and vice versa. You, I brother. appreciate that. I appreciate it, especially since a few episodes ago, you're coughing all over my mic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You're still fine, though. You're still fine. Who knows? Maybe I I can't show the symptoms yet. Okay, maybe maybe you're a carrier, um, but not a. Uh, you don't get sick. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk. Let's talk about the things which we love, which are being canceled. Canceled everything. Like I said, in Avengers, Thanos snapped his fingers, and half the people died. In coronavirus world, the coronavirus snapped its fingers and half the world's events got canceled. And half the people <laughs> might die. Half the people. So, well, uh, just, just one more thing. I've heard that, you know, if we don't take precautions, 
30 to 70% of the world's population could die. 30 to 70. If we don't take this more seriously, I think this wow. was like a That's week a ago before like range. the whole shutdown. That's crazy. Which is why social social distancing is so important because even if we all everyone applies practices social distancing for like a month, even a few days, it could stop the spread of coronavirus by like hundreds of thousands of people. It's crazy like that. Something something crazy like that. But but yeah. So, you know, it still hasn't really affected me. Uh, I don't go out a lot these days besides to eat. I think, you know, food, food. We're going to be stuck with like home-cooked food. Nothing wrong with that. But sometimes you want to eat Korean food, you know, you white go food eat. or I, get I don't it. know. I get it. But are your fears of the virus that strong where it'll prevent you from going out to eat to a restaurant? Well, the government has said that if any restaurants allow dine-in, they're going to get fined $25,000. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. I saw like Tim Hortons close all their dining restaurants, McDonald's. They're closing their dining areas. It seems like now we can't even go out. There's no more oh, dining areas, right? Takeout take out only. My dad works in a restaurant. Takeout only. Wow. So, I mean, even from that standpoint, businesses, restaurants are being heavily affected. And yeah, I know that you and I, Gavin, that we are both working in the company. We don't work from home. We don't get time off. But, you know, Nike, Sephora, you know, like CIBC, even like 20% of the branches are closed, like paid vacation, bruh. But like, you know, us unfortunate people, we don't, we have to go to work, unfortunately. I mean, I, I get how it's unfortunate for us. At the same time, this is, this is the, the reality of the situation I don't know, like maybe if it gets a lot worse, our companies will be forced to take action. Uh, hopefully, it won't be too late by then. But I, I agree. Every time we go out to work, it is, a vi- it is a chance that the virus could spread because we aren't practicing the social distancing. Especially in foreign countries like Canada, how we don't wear masks regularly. Like when I go out, I only see Chinese people wearing masks or uh, brown people. And it's scary. Like, I go out wearing a mask because, you know, my parents tell me to. And, like, you see in Hong Kong on the news or you see China, they're all, everyone's wearing masks. Not to just protect themselves, but to stop the infection to other people because of the coughs, the sneezes, whatever, right? So, like, I feel like the Western country does not practice safe, uh, what's that word? Not, uh, I was thinking of safe sex, but, you know, not safe sex, safe protection, you know? Like, you like a hygiene? condom, having a condom on your face, you know, but like a mask. <laughs> People walking around the streets with condoms on their face. Uh, yeah, but basically, we but need do to masks really we work? need to learn from I the mean, Chinese. Read, to be honest, I've read a, I've read some articles saying masks aren't that effective. And you said you wear a mask when you go. Out, I wear right? a mask when I take the train, mainly because if someone's talking to you or when uh, you're talking to someone, and if you are a carrier and you spit at them, even if it touches your skin, you, there's a possibility for you to get the disease. So it helps prevent other people from getting it, and it helps prevent when people talk and spitting in your face. You know, like when I do spit. Do you do you wear a mask a at work? No, unfortunately, I don't wear it at work. I don't wear it at work, but I wear it on the go train on the way to work and coming back. I wear mm-hmm. I wear two masks a day. When you uh, are unfortunately, in, in our public, family was able to get masks before this whole thing. So where are you getting your masks now if you're wearing them to work on the train? 
it's it's from before it was from like when the breakout just happened my sister was able to get some ass for us and now we're using it because before it wasn't as serious my dad was like whatever it's not gonna become serious not as serious as SARS but little did I know you know Jack was right you know you need to believe in <laughs> Jack for once are you happy that you're right you sound I am like happy you, that you sound I'm right like but at the same time I'm not happy that I'm right I'm happy right. to the point where like I fucking proved you wrong I proved all these people wrong I told them it was gonna be this big no one fucking believed me now they have nothing to say because they I'm right. Yeah, but like, what do you get from being right? There's, there's nothing like you. There's no, there's no sense of victory, right? It's, it's a well, sad. My, my, my victory is that I was right. You were wrong. The validation. Yeah, you, we were still. You're still literally wearing a mask to get to work. That's how bad the situation is. Yeah, I never, I never wear masks, even when I was in Asia before. Okay, jumping back to the agenda. Cancel everything. I was so shocked last week when the NBA decided to cancel, basically, the entire season, the rest of the season. On the days leading up to the NBA's cancellation, it seemed like things were getting worse. But it wasn't until a player on the Utah Jazz, Rudy Gobert, he tested positive for the coronavirus that the NBA actually went like, all right, that's it. Shut it down. Because it's, before it, it's ironic because I was laughing at the video of what happened during his interview. He was like, "It's not a big deal." He starts touching everything. Next day, he gets the virus. A lot of people are shitting in, on him for that too, because he was so confident that the virus wasn't a big deal that he went out. He went out of his way to touch the mics and everything on the table and everything. Uh, and then, of course, yeah, he does test positive for coronavirus, and but, just like that, the league shuts down. It was like he got it before that, obviously, but he just got yeah. wrecked for it being stupid like that. Yeah, um, it's hard to say he who gave it to him. Maybe another NBA player gave it to him. Who knows? Maybe a fan gave it to him. You know, NBA players play in huge crowds and they see a lot of people every day. So he's getting a lot of blame because he was acting he was acting the way he did. But then he definitely isn't like the first person to... He got it from someone, is what I'm trying to say. Just like that, NBA season canceled. It's like every sport, every major sport is being canceled. It, um, and it's all because and, of NBA, you know, canceling everything. And they're like, let's just follow NBA's lead. A lot of sports were doing, uh, were trying to play games in empty, empty stadiums. But when a player actually has it, you can't play that guy, right? You can't let him play. The teammates can't play because they're close in close proximity with the player with coronavirus. Uh, just like that, and the whole league kind of has to stop and just chill. Right now, seems like all all the NBA players that are in self quarantine, uh, and a lot of other athletes, professional athletes, they're they're probably gonna be doing the same thing as well. Yeah, uh, it's kind of scary though. Like you know, one moment we're all like happy, happy. The next, you're like. We're dead. I think one of the things, though, like, if you look at the NBA players who get coronavirus, you know, we've seen, like, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. Today, Kevin Durant tested positive. Four four players on the Nets, actually. But these are young, athletic guys with the best medical staff. There's probably a very low... I don't think any of them are concerned about dying. But but the thing is that... There was a research done. After getting corona disease, you will lose 20% capacity of your lungs. So, so this will it affect is, it is an bad. athlete's 
but like you're not uh, gonna die as a you know someone in your mid 20s early 30s the life perspective especially someone as fit as an nba player they should be able to get over this virus easily isn't that right that that is right but this will affect their future career when the nba comes back up like they lose 20 percent of their lung capacity yeah it could be it could be we'll we'll see the effects when or you know if when the season comes back but if we're talking about deaths of the coronavirus it's mainly been old people right especially in canada there's been a few cases where people have died uh especially in bc but those from what i know they're all old people with other pre-existing conditions it's not like they died because of only the coronavirus they had other diseases which the coronavirus yes did did help weaken the the body but it wasn't because exactly only the coronavirus. That's right. That's right. We we have actually told eight deaths in Canada uh, since. Let's see here. When was the last time updated? Yeah, it was updated today. This is like I'm on. I'm looking at a live website that updates constantly, uh, yeah. and we have eight deaths uh, since today. So I think it's for for most of us, it's pretty safe. We're talking about young people like you and I, Jack, our age. But at the same time, we have to think about people we come in contact with. Older people, kids, if they get it, their immune system's a lot weaker. Even if we feel good walking around, not doing social distancing or whatever, we come in contact with a grandma, you know, could be, you know, GG for her. Like, that's that's it. Man, uh, that's scary. You know, there's nothing that you can do about that. What are some other things you've heard, like, which are being canceled? Uh, we talked about major sports, dining. We can't, we can't even enjoy restaurants anymore. What other, what other events, notable events have you seen or, or you know, which, which kind of affected you? Which Well, not affected me personally, but, you know, a lot of bars are closed. A lot of all the nightclubs are closed. Just any place to do with crowding, like the St. Patrick's Parade was closed. Like just yeah, anything so to do with whole crowds of people are done. Anything like 50 plus people is considered a, a crowd, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It, to be honest, 50, 50 plus people could just be a shopping mall. And a lot of people are saying, or a lot of people on Twitter at least are arguing that why aren't shopping malls being forced to close? What are your thoughts on that? Well, they need to pay rent. That's number one. Unless the rent, the rentee, the person that you pay rent to, like... It's like, oh, I'm the exempt rent this month. Like, the thing is with our society is that it gets fucked up because of money. And that's the difference between the Western country and the Eastern country. In Asia, okay, this is the, okay, th- this is the only thing I'm going to say good about the communist government is that yeah. when the government says, we're going to shut every fucking down, we shut everything fucking down in China, okay, because these communists, like, you fucking listen to me or you fucking get shot. But in the Western country, we have too much freedom. So, like, you can't close everything. You can't. Like, if a person is like, I have a freedom of speech, I'm a, I'm a freedom of will, whatever, I'm going to do this. But in China, you, if the government says, I'm going to sh- do a full shutdown, everything gets shut down. And I feel like that's what we're missing in Canada right now. In Ontario, at least, we announced the uh, state of emergency, which basically allows the province to shut down anything without, like, without any fucks given. Of course, this was quite recent. So we're going to see in a few days, you know, maybe the malls do start closing. Maybe everything, like like Italy, maybe everything except the the quote-unquote non-essentials 
gets shut down. It's literally going to be empty streets. Who knows? Well, maybe by I've, the time this I've, episode drops, we would all be at home just, you know, listening to the IU podcast because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. So I heard in Italy when it happened is that they're only allowed to go out once a week to buy groceries. That's crazy. Like, so you're like literally they're escorted, they go right? once they that week to buy everything you need for that week. So I wonder how is that like like uh, maintained though in Italy? Do they have a specific time they can go out? Like it's like oh uh, families one three seven whatever you guys it's your time to go out now. I'm not sure. It's just I think it's by area and it's like I heard they are escorted by uh by police. Right. The police is there to ensure they go to the supermarket and go home right away. Right. Yeah. Not just a fucking around going to the park or something. <laughs> I don't know. I still see kids at the park these days, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's not as bad here. Oh, one more thing. Cancel. You're talking about cancel everything. Uh, hashtag cancel everything. Schools, public schools, all public schools in Ontario, other provinces are following too. Canceled for, okay, it's, it's spring. It's March break now, but like after March break, cancel for two additional weeks. Like, as a kid right now, you probably have to be so happy. Like, yeah, fuck Dude, yeah. This, this coronavirus, that was that's my me. shit. I'll be right? so happy. Like, I remember when SARS broke out in 2003. As a 11-year-old, I think I was. We still fucking had school. It was the summer, yeah. but before the summer, it was school. We still had school. What do you think is the difference? Um, I guess SARS is... Corona is a lot more worse than SARS, right? Yes, that's the thing. Like, Corona is way worse than SARS. But the back then, when SARS broke out, Toronto is like the Italy right now. We were the second worst after China when SARS mm-hmm. broke out. And, back and we and we just went on with our days. Yeah, we just went to school like 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 guinea pigs, ducks in a barrel. Like like chumps. We went to school like chumps. Fish in a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. It's crazy. Yeah. I just want to you know look at some stats here. Do you like you know you know Gavin can see my screen. I'm sharing screen with him. But like Italy is fucking catch up to China. What are the numbers looking like as of now? We're recording on as March 17th. So if you look at Italy right now, they have 31,506 cases. Yeah. 2,503 deaths. Shit. Okay. 2,941 total recovered. Okay. Wow, that's like, that's like a... And, that's pretty close to a 50% death, right? Yeah, death that's pretty and, close to a 50% I mean, death, death. Yeah. Not, not 50%, the total cases. Like, like I'm saying the total deaths and total recoveries are quite close. It's not 50% of all yeah. cases. I'm saying it's close to a one-to-one ratio looking at that. Yeah, it is. And the thing is, it's, you know, how Italy's population is way less than China's, right? Way less than Wuhan. Yeah. And they're almost like half of China's, like, cases right now. Like, China's total case is 80,000, 81 almost. Italy's yeah. 31. They're only, like, 10,000 away from being half what China has and Italy's population is way less than I'm sure Wuhan did. Well, I don't want to get too I don't want to get too uh, controversial, but I do remember you saying China there's a huge possibility that they're faking their numbers to to save face. Yes, yes. Uh I did say that and I still stand by that, but I'm just reading this based off the numbers they have reported right now. Yeah. Based on these reported numbers, China has 80,881 total cases of that Three only three thousand two hundred twenty six. Not only that's that's still a lot of people, but three thousand two hundred twenty six out of eighty thousand have died. Whereas Italy, a much smaller country, already has two thousand five hundred. Like the differences of death is seven hundred people have died. And you like, comparing that, the population why, of China like, and Italy. 
That's why it doesn't yeah. make sense to me because if you look at it, how is that possible Italy has almost caught up China? Like if you look at the stats, it doesn't make sense to me. Like how is China like still have so little cases even though they were pretty I, bad off in the beginning? I've heard that the the drastic, you know, quarantine, like entire city, like Wuhan, the, what's the province Wuhan's in? Like Huabei or something? Hebei, Hebei, Hebei. Yeah, Hebei. H-U-B-E-I. That entire province was basically quarantined. And I guess right now we're seeing the the aftermath of that, how people are staying indoors. And like, is this, can this be considered a good sign? The numbers are going down in China at uh, least because they've, they've kind of flattened the curve. So, you know, from my sources and from China is that everything is starting to be back to normal, actually. That's good to hear. It's like they're starting to run business as normal. Uh, I don't know about Wuhan as in general, but the other parts of China has begin, has starting to begin to be normal, begin to do business as usual. And That's like I said, this is due to the Chinese government because they're so, you know, like we're doing this. Everyone has to do it. You know, the authori- authoritative voice, you know. So Prime Minister Trudeau recently said, recently imposed the travel restrictions. And a lot of people applauded him because generally Trudeau and the Liberal Party have been, you know, not firm about about these issues. So to have Trudeau impose these travel restrictions, which basically any non-citizen can't come in unless they have family here. Okay, so basically any non-Canadian citizen can't come in unless they're from America or, you know, if, if they're like a pilot or if it's for work or something. And a lot of people were applauding him that saying saying that was the kind of uh, attitude, that firmness Trudeau needed to show in this time, in this, you know, dangerous, uncertain time. What are your thoughts on his his decisions for the travel restriction? See, like, I thought his travel restriction was great, except to the point where they said, you know, we still allow U.S. borders to come in. We still yeah, allow U.S. So you, you don't want like, any Americans coming to. What's that? So I'm saying that, you know, even though it's great what he did, but he's still allowing U.S. people to enter and exit Canada, which is mad stupid because U.S. is getting really bad. You have the stats open on your screen. Tell us about okay. U.S. numbers. So U.S. has 6,468 cases, but today alone, new cases was 1,805. Just today alone. Yeah, so that number jumped by like a fifth, maybe even a quarter. Just from today alone, and they had 23 people that died today. So U.S.'s total death, 109. Uh, in comparison, what, where does Canada stand? Just, just for some comparison. Canada has 598 cases with eight deaths. Okay. Um, I'm still I'm still wondering so still, what is yeah. this diamond princess? Isn't that the cruise ship? Is it? Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Diamond princess. It's So like we have other countries on the list and one of them is Diamond Princess. It was literally big enough to have the the cruise ship company was big enough to have their own <laughs> standing section. <laughs> Just underneath Japan. You know, you lived in Japan. How do you think Japan's procedures are in your case? Like, how, how do you think Japan's handling it? Being, well, uh, Japan uh, was uh, one ex, of the countries uh, which... Japan was one of the countries which was hit earliest. And they did stop school for all of March. It's, it's still being stopped now. Uh, like, kids aren't going to school. High school kids, junior high school kids, elementary. So I think they were on, you know, on the leading edge of things. Of course, they got the disease a lot earlier, so it's a good thing they did implement these things. 
But like Japan, it is a country, you know, there's a lot less contact. Physical contact is a lot less, you know, people don't shake hands uh, and people do wear masks a lot. On, even during normal winters, even during normal everyday, people wear masks for no reason. That's just the country Japan is um, a lot closer to China. So I can see why it was hit hard early. But I think they're doing. I think they're doing the right things, and you know, I still have a lot of friends over there. They seem to be doing well. It's it's just whether or not um, a lot of things are being canceled. Like like we're talking about cancel everything. Hashtag cancel everything. Like a lot of events, a lot of festivals are being canceled. I hope they don't cancel the Olympics. That would be a shame. But they could they already happen. have announced they're canceling it. It's being canceled for sure. Like a really high chance. Like. Unless this right, yeah, gets I hope like, they don't, back seat you, and everything. It's a shitload of work to put together an Olympics, but I guess li- well, lives are more important. In the summer, we'll see, though. What, what do you think of the coronavirus heading into the summer? Well, people saying that heading into summer, you know, coronavirus will die out, just like the SARS did. It died in around May, June. Just FYI for the listeners out there, I actually traveled to China when SARS broke out. And, what the fuck? And I'm fine. Look at me. I'm fucking fine. <laughs> Why did you go to China? Why did you go to China during SARS? Because uh, my uh, grandpa was in the hospital. It was like, oh. apparently like he was dying, quote unquote dying. He lived through that, but quote unquote he was dying. So we had to go back. Damn. If Okay, so now we have the coronavirus. Let's say, um, knock on wood or something, you have a, you have a relative, a grandpa or someone who's, who's, who's quote unquote dying. Do you think your parents would go back to China or like, you know, the, as, the, take a family trip? Well... Unfortunately, none of my grandparents are alive. So, uh, <laughs> but if if uh, I actually don't know what my dad would think, I would I would probably say he wouldn't because the flights are all canceled and shit anyway, so they can't go back yeah. anyways. But right now, to be honest, I've heard that China is safer being than being outskirts because actually China has it handled. I'm 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 hoping they got the shit covered. Well, because they he, they were the epicenter of the virus, and now it's you know I would I would hope. That they would have got the shit together and, you know, pray to God like Italy and all these other countries start to follow suit. Well, here it says China has no new cases today. So I don't know about that. But talking about where it started, there's actually actually articles written that actually U.S. started this in a sense where they deployed droids to infect people. Tell me more. What are you what are you insinuating here? What are these conspiracy these are, theories you're talking about? These are conspiracy theories, no hardcore evidence, so it's kind of like a jack thing. But there is some articles written by Southern Asian Post, there are some articles written online about how US actually started this virus. They already had it had it in their own country as well, but never reported it and just called it it was a common flu apparently. And you're saying the Americans deployed drones to Wuhan. Yes, to apparently to, to release this because they had it themselves first, apparently. And they either, I don't, I don't remember, it was either deploying droids or they just let, you know, U.S. people that had the disease roam freely and they went to China and infected people uh, to Wuhan, which is the epicenter, you said. Which is scary because, you know, U.S. never admits anything they've done. In the past, they've created a chemical weapon in Nepal. They said it was like it wasn't them. And there was evidence that proved it was them. So U.S. is known for hiding shit. We always say, you know, China is just as really, really bad people, whatever, it's because they're communists. But U.S. is actually just as bad for the listeners out there. I know there, you know, there's a lot of very ignorant listeners out there where 
they don't think U.S. is bad, all that bad. That freedom of speech, whatever. They actually, I think, just I think a lot of people. China. I think a lot of people know Americans do shitty shit, shady shit. Uh, it's just the public perception, the PR of China, so to say, is is a lot worse, and that's because that's because of what we see here in the Western media. I'm sure in China, the Chinese media talks mad shit about Americans. Well, the reason is also like there's a lot of journalists that are in U.S. Uh, so I read an article today. Oh, sorry. A lot of U.S. journalists in China. Sorry about that. And yeah. how they're actually getting sent back a lot of these journalists to U.S. Because China's like, dude, you're writing shit about us. You have nothing good to say. You always just wreck on us. You're saying stuff that's not true sometimes. So they're actually a lot of journalists are getting sent back to the U.S. And they're limiting how much journalists they're allowed to have in China. It's interesting because in a case like that, I mean, I don't know the specific examples, but... From just hearing that story, if if I'm a journalist being told to send back, yes, it's one thing if I'm making shit up completely. Of course, if I'm not, then it's basically what it looks like. Because that journalist can go back to America and say, and tell everyone, I was kicked out for for free speech. They don't have free speech in China. And when that spreads, the perception Western media has on China is going to get worse. You know what I mean? That, that, like yeah, if I you send you back the messengers. And the messengers are going to be, they're all going to say like, well, fuck, uh, China is so, they censored me. That's what's also going to contribute to our negative perception in the West of China. Well, you know, everyone knows how much I hate the Communist Party. But like, you know, I, I'm a pretty neutral guy. Like as much as I hate China, I don't like how US like talk shit about them all the time. Like if you read the news or listen to the news, all they talk is mad shit about China. They have never had good things to say about it. It's they're like they're like one one A and one B in terms of you know wealth in the world. It's they're gonna talk mad shit, you know. Yeah, and and just as unfortunate, like 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 I said, I'm not standing up for China. I hate China. I hate the Communist Party for eliminating us Cantonese people. I hate them for that. But at the same time, I don't like how U.S. talks mad shit about China. You know, at the end of the day, we're still Chinese, Gavin. We are we our ancestors are from the motherland. Like when we're talking about this. Uh, it just goes back to we living in the West being exposed to more American news. You know, that's why we think communism is bad. That's why we think Chinese people are taking our jobs or, you know, making the mark, lowering the market value. But then on, on their side, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know too much about that, so, but so uh, what kind of see, shit are they talking about us? You know, well, there, there's a whole story like that too. There could be, there could be. Maybe not because there's not as much freedom of speech in China, but there could be a Jack and Gavin doing a DIU China edition, you know, talking shit about <laughs> Americans. But but here's the thing, like, you know, uh, you know, from our great friend Andrew, uh, my yep. source, he told me, like, you know, China handled this coronavirus so well. He He's actually my source telling me that China cut out everything. It was such authoritative country that you know you listen to the government everything will be good and 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 it did turn out well it did turn Mm -hmm. out well in that case what are some things andrew talked to you about what what were some of these measures they took these authoritative measures literally everything got closed down there was nothing open like from one day to to the next just people were just the streets were empty basically like i wonder how like like, i wonder how they could have done that so fast people not everyone would have been prepared i wonder like what kind of implementations they used because like if if the government told us right now tomorrow you can't go out a lot of people will be fucked 
because they have shit to do, right? So you're kind of saying how the authoritative government of China allowed for it that people obey just like that. Yeah, and like, you know, it's because they believe in the government, so they don't think anything else will happen. They just believe in everything will be fine. Not like here where, you know, we're all because we're such a capitalistic capitalistic we're country questioning where the government. Like Trudeau, what the fuck are you doing? Right? People are always saying this guy's too soft or like Trump, what what the fuck is this guy doing? We always it's in our like blood to question the government. But over there they don't. They're like, "Oh, it'll work out. They the government will save us." Um speaking of Trump, he made a few tweets recently calling in which he called COVID-19 coronavirus. He called it the Chinese virus. I I know I know that's got to rile your gears up like that. What Dude, do you think I was that? super pissed, you know? As much as you call me a Trump fan, you know, since 2016, uh, make America great again. Dude, that really pissed me off, man. You know, like, yes, we're what, Chinese. What, what, you know, what, like, what about the, the comment really pissed you off? I, I understand he's making a huge overgeneralization and calling it a Chinese virus. But like, what? bring me through your feelings when you saw, saw his tweets. Well, the first thing that came to my mind was, you know, if a president is being racist you will have followers that will listen to you and they will be racist because, you know, you're bringing the racism out of people that kept it hidden. And that's, so, been, that's been a long-standing thing, like how in America especially, it seems like a lot more people... Like, don't get me wrong, there's always been racist people. But when the leader openly does shit like this, everyone who's a racist can come out and be like, all right, it's okay to do this now. Our, our, our boss is doing this. Yeah, so, so like... That's since one the of beginning, the implications. Yeah. Sorry, Gavin. So I continue. I mean, so that's one of the implications of of the leader calling it a a China virus, uh, and it could already be negatively influencing Chinese people in America. I mean, we've already talked about how Chinese people, Asian people, are being discriminated, targeted. This is probably going to make it a lot worse. Yeah, and seeing that really pissed me off. Like, I was like, "What the fuck?" So, adding on to that, because of that tweet, I don't know if this was because of the tweet or. Because, just because, uh, there was actually an upsell in uh, weapons. Weapons? Like, and, like guns? Guns. Yeah, so the, the Asian community is actually buying guns for An upsell of guns in Asian communities. Yes, because they're like, they're afraid of getting people get put being racist towards them to and attacking them. themselves. They're buying guns to d- defend themselves. Correct. And uh, I, when I saw this, I'm like, oh shit, that's how the scare of the world has become, man. Fuck yo, people are trying to kill us, you know, like, dude, and I, I, I don't even know. The virus what to say, is trying man. to kill us. Our neighbors are trying to kill us. You know, everyone's trying to kill us. That's that yeah, mentality, is, right? Living, honestly, living this, in, this, in Western country as an Asian guy. Yeah, so this really reminds me of Parasite, you know, like, like, you know, like the rich people are like, oh, you know, the rain is so good, but you know, the poor can't work. Just like right now, the situation is like, you know, a lot of the poor people doesn't can't work because they don't have jobs. They can't. Uh, 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 go to work and make money and while the rich people are like oh we have time off we don't have to do anything well talking about the Ontario government at least I've heard they were making provisions they were making funds basically like a like an EI right that if you yeah. are forced to take time off that the province or you know a lot of companies are doing that they're at least subsidizing their workers for the time off so in Ontario at least it doesn't seem to be too bad but to be fair, we can't say that about all companies. Yeah, that's right. So 
hopefully everything will work out for these people because, you know, as much as I like time off, as much as you like time off, Gavin, I'm sure, these unfortunate people that are not as well off as us, they're suffering. Well, going back to the whole NBA cancellation thing, one of the first things I thought about was, well, I get it, all the games are going to be canceled, people are going to be pissed, uh, tickets are going to be needed to be refunded. Uh, but what about the, the workers in the stadiums who, who might be working an hourly rage and their livelihoods depend on it? So we, we're seeing great examples like Kevin Love, Zion Williamson, Giannis, uh, guys who are donating to putting their money back into the stadiums and the arena staff. But then on the other hand, the Calgary Flames, they, they recently came out saying the ownership, they said they weren't going to pay for their employees. And every, like they just got shitted on on Twitter, on social media. So we're seeing that kind of backlash too. But I think for the most part, it's been positive news stories about workers getting compensated for their time off. Uh, and it seems to me like as coronavirus becomes more and more serious people are understanding that it's a big issue yes money is important but it's not worth risking your life so then we're seeing people put in their money even the, even the government of ontario putting in making these funds available uh so it's 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 a shitty situation but it's a situation we're seeing at least we're seeing some good come out of it from like well like people yeah, like yeah. you said, hopefully, you know, everything works out. But yeah, that's that's how I felt. I want to say that's how I felt when I saw Donald Trump's uh, post. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just a whole bunch of stuff, uh, Asians especially. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about, about coronavirus, and I'm sure we've all noticed this, is panic buying. People are going ape shit, trying to, like, have you, have you hit up a, a Walmart recently? A Costco? No, I haven't. No, uh, I heard my friends have, but I haven't personally. A lot of these shelves are empty for their hygiene products. And what's baffling is people are buying toilet papers in in droves. Insane amounts of toilet papers that that uh, stores are needing to limit the amount of toilet papers you buy. Because the first few days, a few people were just... Buying all the toilet paper. See, th- that's what doesn't make sense to me. Why the fuck are you buying toilet paper? That still makes no sense. Okay, hand sanitizer makes sense because you know you're trying to keep yourself clean, whatever. But toilet fucking paper. toilet paper. Why the fuck do you need toilet paper? Because people shit too much, I guess. <laughs> so you stay home and shitting all day. Is that the plan? There's nothing else to do. <laughs> so like, I talk to so many of my friends, Asian friends, because I have mostly Asian friends, not to be racist. I do have white friends, don't get me wrong. But... I haven't talked to one person that actually went to line up and fight people for, for toilet paper. It's a few crazy people who are buying like 10 packs of toilet paper because they think we're about to go to World War Three and the apocalypse. I think most people are just trying to get, you know, one pack. Because like, like I get it. If you're going to be quarantined for two weeks and you don't have toilet paper, yeah, get a pack. But to go to the extent where... You, other people can't buy it and it's not like you're automatically going to get diarrhea i don't know why yeah i don't know why toilet paper is being bought at this rate but panic buying has been a big story as of late because like once people hear oh there's a possibility you could be quarantined or you're going to be trapped at your home people are going to go crazy oh shit i need to buy like 
it's two weeks, but they're buying a year's worth of food, basically. Yeah, which doesn't make sense. And like, you know, the older people out there that needs actually needs the food or people that actually needs the food, they won't be able to get any eat because of these selfish people that are buying all the supplies. There was a guy in Tennessee, I think. He and his brother, they bought tens of thousands of bottles of hand sanitizer. And they yes. were they were selling it back out on Amazon for like, they would buy it for like three bucks or like a normal price. And they would sell it for 50, 60, 70 dollars. And it was so insane that Amazon, eBay, all these e-commerce places, they basically had to come in and say, like, what the fuck are you doing? And shut down the business because what they're doing is so unethical. So these guys have like, he has like 17,000, 18,000 bottles of hand sanitizer. He has no way to sell them. Not just that, those these people, they were actually uh, told by the government, like cops or whatever. They actually arrest them and say, you have to donate most of these. Good. Fucking good. Uh, like his, the guy's reasoning for charging so much was because of his labor. Like <laughs> Amazon shipping fees. They take a, they take a fee. Uh, you know, I had to drive thousands of miles. Like I'm going to charge $70 for a bottle of hand sanitizer. Get fucked. Panic buying. I mean, that's, that's a big issue. And that leaves people who, you know, I guess weren't quick enough because the, this one motherfucker bought the whole store supply of hand sanitizer uh, you know, no one else has hand sanitizer. Like, at the end of the day, if you have all the hand sanitizer and no one else does, you're still going to get infected. Yeah. Right? You need uh, everyone to to be clean, not just you. That's right. And I've actually, my, my friend, uh, she went to Costco the first weekend that this broke out, this thing that, like, you know, before the huge announcement on Monday. Yeah. Uh, she went to Costco and everything was like all the meat was sold out, all the canned foods or spam was sold out. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, people are people are hunkering down. The non-perishables, that's that that's the shit we all need. The toilet paper for some reason. And yeah, uh, I still don't understand that. Maybe they want to TP someone's house. <laughs> all right, know, anything man. else you want to talk about the coronavirus? Sorry. Anything else you want to talk about in regards to the coronavirus? Um, you know, I just want everyone to stay safe. Uh, you know, you know, the IU podcast would like our listeners to be alive so they can listen to our podcast. <laughs> for sure. For sure. That's the main reason why we want them to be alive. Yeah. And, uh, you know, wash your hands. Hand sanitize. Social distancing. Stay at home if you can. Yeah. So not like us where we, you know, have to go to work. Hopefully you can stay home. You know, hopefully everything works out for the poor. You know, probably some poor listeners too. You and I, Jack, we're leading by example doing this podcast over skype that's right that's right you know uh we're robots sorry <laughs> let's jump over to the cantonese corner all right you know there are some words that i want to teach are we sticking with the coronavirus theme yes that's our theme uh, this week all right what do we have yeah, okay so you know some words let's start with wuhan vi- disease or wuhan virus you know wuhan uh, disease. this is not the scientific Wait. term Okay, so that's what they're calling. Is this coronavirus? Like basically Wuhan disease? Yeah, so we we call it, you know, Mohan Fai. Say it again. Mohan Fai. Literal meaning is like Wuhan lung, lung disease. Infection? infection What's that? Yeah. yeah, lung and infection. Then... Wuhan lung infection. Tell me, tell me about some symptoms. Like how would I describe some of the symptoms? 
So uh, there's a uh, coughing, which is katsau. So katsau is like coughing, okay? Katsau, and then there's coughing, yeah. Katsau. And then there's fasiu, which is fever. Fever then, is fasiu, okay? Yeah, and then there's uh, chest pain. There was one chest of the, one of the symptoms, symptoms for chest pain. Yeah, chest pain. That's a symptom. Yeah, it's like fai tong. That's more like lungs, but no, somehow tong. Just like tong meaning pain, and then just the just the area where it hurts. You know, tao tong yes. headache. Uh, what's chest pain again? One more time. I I, I blanked out there for a second. <laughs> uh, somehow tong. Please. Um, uh, I should have one more. Please. Okay. Yeah. Full cup cup chop. What does that mean? So it means shortness of breath, shortness of breathing. Okay. So okay. full cup cup chop. Yeah. Uh, full cup cup chop. Cup, cup chop. chop. Okay. So let's recap the words, the five words, one more time. Okay. So it's Mohan Fai Yim, Wuhan disease or Wuhan virus, coughing, cut sao, fever is Fa Siu. Chest pain, somehow tong, and last shortness of breath is full cup cup chop. All right, so we learned how to say coronavirus or Wuhan disease in in Cantonese. We also learned some of the symptoms. Very timely Cantonese corner. And um, is there anything else you want to add or mention to, you know, just the general theme or coronavirus in? You know, any Cantonese stuff? Uh, just, you know, Wuhan disease, the, the way I'm saying it is not the actual scientific name. There is a scientific name which I'm not very aware of. Or it's not that I'm aware of, it's just I'm used to using, you know, Mohan Fayin because it originated from there. And uh, the term is that, you know, people use that term because it originated from Wuhan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you hear other names which is more scientific, it's not wrong. It's just that more mine's more of a street term. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to keep this episode short. It's a bit unnatural for Jack and I to be doing the podcast over Skype. It's it's actually weird because like I'm afraid that I'm like gonna keep cutting you out. Cause we're not we don't have the video out, so I don't know if Jack's about to talk. I I, I can't see his gestures. <laughs> Cause I'm a I'm like a guy that uses a lot of gestures as well. So like I don't know if I'm about to talk, you don't know if I'm going to talk, and we just end up saying we just end up interrupting each other. That's right. All right, so we're good with the Cantonese corner. Yeah. All right, let's recap the issues real quick. It was the coronavirus episode, the End Game, not Avengers End Game, Planet Earth End Game. We talked about hashtag cancel everything. We talked about travel restrictions, the state of emergency in Ontario. We talked about Trump calling coronavirus the Chinese virus. And we also talked about panic buying. Personally, as bad as it is to say this, it's so exciting for me to follow follow the story. Yes, it's scary. But every day when I'm logging into Twitter and seeing new headlines, I feel like I'm in a movie. And that's what I mean when I say like this is the end game of the world. It feels like this is like the climactic finish of a big movie. That's what, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of fucked up to think like that, but it is kind of like exciting because it's literally like a movie. Yeah, it is. It's scary fuck, man. Maybe like 30 years from now, they're going to make a movie based on the Wuhan virus and over-exaggerate it. 
Yeah, I guess so. But we're living. All I'm trying to say is we're living the movie now. Yes, we are going to tell our kids we live through the Viscaris virus. Well, assuming we live through. Assuming that's right. That's right. Assuming. We live through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave a comment on our website www.diupod.com. We can be reached at email, which is diupodcast at gmail.com. Uh, dude, and you know, you already know we can do these Skype interviews. Proven and tested. So y'all y'all want to be a guest, but you're too far away from us? We set something up, right, Jack? That's right. That's right. You know, hit us up. You know, we know we have some fellow listeners from UK. We have fellow listeners from BC. Everywhere. We have fellow listeners from Everywhere. Taiwan. DIU Podcast is a global show. And now, right. because of the coronavirus, that we actually tested out the Skype thing, it's possible to connect with you on a whole different level. Uh, if oh. you do want to connect with us, besides email, what's our social media, Jack? Uh, you know, our website is diupod.com. Our uh, Facebook is DIU Podcast. Uh, you know, listen to us on Spotify. Uh Google Play or Google Podcast, whatever you fucking call it. Yep. <laughs> no one even knows. Uh, uh, email us Twitter. at diupodcast at gmail.com. Yep. And missing? Twitter at diupodcast. That's, 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 right. that's all. Yeah. There's so many ways to get in touch with us. And now and now you, I'm, I'm talking to you, the specific listener, you can be in the show. Thank you for listening and tune in next time on DIU Podcast. Asian friends, because I have mostly Asian friends, not to be racist. I do have white friends, don't get me wrong.